Welcome to She Can Too, hosted by me, Kristen Cantu. This is a podcast that shares insights and lessons from Vermont's women entrepreneurs. We speak with women about their personal journey in entrepreneurship and how it impacts every aspect of their life. In this episode, we are interviewing Cindy Galanka, owner of Capital Cupcake. Cindy's love of baking began at a young age, and when she just couldn't shake the baking bug any longer, she started her own fully licensed in-home bakery. Hi, Cindy. Hey, Kristen. How are you today? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing well, with all things considered. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, I am really excited to have you as a guest on the podcast. And just so our listeners know, Cindy's business, Capital Cupcake, is based in Montpelier, Vermont. And I'm just so excited for you all to get to know her story a bit better. Now, Cindy, I did a a very brief introduction of you, which I know only touches the surface. And so before we dive into your business, I was hoping we could give the listeners a little bit of a better idea about you uh, and and who you are. How would you describe yourself to our listeners? Well, I'm a mom. I have five children. I'm a wife. I guess that was first. I am a daughter and a sister and sister-in-law. And I have a love for all things amazing. And so, you know, I play tennis. I, this is a hobby for me. Capital Cupcake is a hobby. It's not my full-time job. So, you know, that's me in a nutshell. And Cindy, what drew you to the world of baking? I've always loved baking. Since I was young, I would always be found in the kitchen baking chocolate chip cookies and trying to find the perfect recipe. And when my kids came around, I wanted them to learn how to bake. And so, you know, I'd sit them on the counter and, you know, Friday nights or Saturday nights after I get home from work, We'd sit down and we'd make brownies or cookies or anything. And I just liked knowing that I could do it. So, you know, I would literally read recipes and I'd pull them apart and reinvent them. And until I loved how they came out. So, Cindy, can you tell us about your business, Capital Cupcake, and how how it all came to be? Sure. About seven years ago, a very close friend of mine, her daughter was graduating high school, and I had been baking cupcakes, you know, for any event just to give away, you know, whether it was the girls' tennis team and we wanted to treat them to something, or the boys' tennis team, or hockey, or just about anything, but I always gave them away. I just loved to bake. And my friend said, can I hire you to make the desserts for her graduation party? And I'm like, come on what are you hiring me for? I, I do it for free. She's like, no, I'm not letting you do it for free. And, uh, and I looked at her, I'm like, I wouldn't even know where to begin. I wouldn't know how to price. I would, I would feel funny because I have given it away for so many years. And for me now to start asking people to pay me, it just felt odd. And uh, she said she wouldn't take no for an answer. So she and I came up with a fair pricing and that's how I became Capital Cupcake. So and when we first started talking, you had mentioned that this is a hobby of yours, but I mean, it is actually a business. Do you consider yourself to be an entrepreneur? 
I am an entrepreneur, but this really is, it's a passion for me. Like I do it because I genuinely love it. And while yes, I am fortunate enough to make a good living, um, it really is a hobby. You know, I, I don't have my own storefront. I make everything out of my house. I have the ability to say no, although I tend to never say no. Um, even when I know how busy my upcoming week may be, if somebody calls me and says, oh my God, I forgot someone's birthday. Can you make something? I never say no. Um, but it's still, it is, it is a hobby because I do run my own businesses with my brothers and sisters. So this has to come second to everything else. Right. So you, you mentioned, and like you did just now that this is, this is secondary to everything else. And so with Capital Cupcake, I, you know, you, you say that you run your own business. Um, and so you're also doing an in-home bakery. So, okay. So you have this full-time job and then you have this thing on the side, which you've said you have a hard time saying no to when people come to you for last minute requests. And you also mentioned that you have five kids. So Cindy, I am also one of five kids, (laughs) the oldest of five girls. So I know what a household with five children is like, (laughs) what, what's your secret to staying on track with it all when you feel super busy with your full-time job and then you have all of these other, you know, orders that you've taken on. So from a young age, both of my parents taught me that if I get worried or stressed about it, it's just going to make it worse. So it just takes everything one at a time and finish each task. And that is my motto. So when I recognize that I have huge weekends, um, it's just a matter of timing. So I, I get to my regular job extra early and I stay there and I make sure that that job is, I'm on top of that job versus I don't let things, I don't let things sit on my desk. So I don't leave there until everything's done. And then that way, when I come home, I know that whatever I have at home, I can do and finish. So, you know, it is, it is in essence, you know, you, if you stress about everything, then it's really hard to get through life. So for me, it's really about time management. And so you mentioned trying not to get stressed about everything, um, but it's been a pretty stressful year for everyone. And so I know within that, a lot of people, um, you know, during this pandemic, um, I guess you could say an at-home baking boom (laughs) happened this year where a lot more people, you know, were embracing baking. And I'm wondering, with that just combined with you know, everything that has happened this year, did you find it harder at all to, to get supplies for your business? Um, or did you find that you were a, like less people were coming to you to, to bake things for them because they were baking more for themselves? Um, I'm not sure they're baking more for themselves. I, when I advertise on Facebook, when I show that I'm making things and that's how I advertise, I don't typically put out, you know, come by for me type type of stuff. It'll be more of what I've done this week. And I find truly the more I put out, the busier I become. And 
I am not a brick and mortar. I am a home. And like I said, this is not my full-time job. So in all honesty, when the brick and mortar bakeries in town opened up again, I wanted, I wanted them to get the majority of the business. And I was okay losing a cake or cupcake order so that I know that they'll survive. Um, people who have had my stuff love it. And they come back time and time again, and they spread the word. But 2020, this is shutting down, and bakeries barely making it. I, I was okay with what I had. And I taught my nieces and nephews how to bake on Zoom. So we had two or three classes that we held on Zoom, and they were at their houses. And I taught them how to make Syrian bread, which is pita bread. Um, so for me, that's how I kept my sanity throughout when it was really closed down and whatnot. But um, just teaching myself new things while while the world shut down. So Cindy, I, I know you said that um, in addition to this business, you full-time run other businesses with your brothers and sisters. And I was wondering from either your experience running this bakery or, or through those, can you, can you talk about entrepreneurship a little bit? And uh, Cindy, what do you think the best part about being an entrepreneur is? And maybe what's some of the more challenging things for you? Well, I, I've been in business with my family since, you know, before I was born. The business has started with my mom's side. And when Back in 1980, my dad purchased part of the businesses and we became who we are. And every year since then, there have been more that we've done to keep us busy. Um, both my parents taught us that being an entrepreneur means not just owning, it means working. It means, you know, on Easter, you, your kids, your husband, you work. Same thing for Christmas. I mean, I remember Christmas and Thanksgiving after dinner, after we opened our presents, I would go down to the theater and I would work and I would work side by side with my employees because I can't ask them to come in on holidays if I'm not willing to do that. So, you know, that's a big part of being an entrepreneur as, as far as I'm concerned. You know, I think if you start a business and just ask your employees to run it, then your hands aren't in it. You're not getting dirty per se. Right. And so you mentioned a theater and for, for our listeners who, who aren't familiar with what, what else you do, can you tell me about the other businesses that you run with your family? We own the Capitol Plaza Hotel. We own J. Morgan Steakhouse and we own uh, the Paramount Theater, the Capitol Theater, Barry, which is uh, the Paramount's in, in Barrie and the Capitol's in Montpelier. And we own several laundromats and several car washes. Um, each one of us has our responsibilities within the realm of the businesses, um, but we work together every day as a family and we see each other every day. And Sundays are family days where up until this last epidemic, this, you know, this last shutdown, every Sunday we had dinner together at my parents' house. So those are, you know, is we're all entrepreneurs in that sense. We all work together as making the community and making 
the people that we have, we want them to enjoy working. We want them to want to come to work, just like we want to go to work. Being a part of a family business, do you ever find that it's hard to turn the business side off when you guys are, say, hanging out on a Sunday or when you used to hang out on a Sunday? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. We turn it off because we have to. If we talked business 24-7, seven days a week, we'd go crazy. Um, it's just that simple, you know? So, no, we we just kind of... I don't even know what our conversations are. There's a lot of laughing at our tables. Um, there's a lot of thankfulness. There's a lot of praying. You know, we just are so fortunate and so grateful to all around us. So no, we don't talk business 24 seven. So earlier in our conversation, you had mentioned that, you know, you were part of the family business before you were even born. Did, did you ever consider not? being a part of the family business, sort of maybe going off and doing something else? No, not at all. It's how we were brought up. You know, my parents built the businesses for us and we are building the businesses for our families. We teach our children responsibility and it comes around. I mean, when we shut down, and we tried to reopen the first, when we first reopened in May, it was our children who worked with us side by side. Um, this says a lot to all of us, you know? I'm very proud of what my parents have, and to say given is, is for lack of a better word, but I'm, I'm very proud of what we have and thankful to my parents for the opportunity that they've given us. An entrepreneur, can be challenging, I think, to say the least. <laughs> um, can you tell us about your support system? And, and maybe it's your family, you know, who you work with. But I, I feel like there always comes moments when we're not really sure what to do, <laughs> or maybe we just need to vent. <laughs> can you talk to us about what your support system looks like? Well, you know, there's 30 of us in my family. So that's a lot. <laughs> and, and everyone except my husband and my sister-in-law work in the business. Um, but, you know, as far as venting, if we do it to each other, then yes, we don't vent to other people. I mean, we're, we're, we're relatively quiet people. Um, but there's not, there really isn't need for a lot of venting, you know? And I do think it's because we have such amazing staff Um you know, if I vent, I vent to my children. If I'm if I'm crazy one day and I come home and the kitchen's a mess and I'm looking at them like they have six heads because heck, I gotta make something. Um, but you know, we always have each other. We know that. Talk a lot about the things that they taught you. You know, about working hard and and being proud of what it is that you do, and that you know they built this for you and you're continuing this on for your children. Do you hope that your children are proud of you too? I know my kids are proud of me. I mean, just the way that, just how they speak to me, just how if I, you know, even if I don't ask for help, they're right there by my side. Um, so I, I, I know that they're proud of me. As much as I am proud of them, I think they're equally proud of what I've done. Cindy, I'm wondering what 
advice you might have for other women who are looking to start their own business? Well, you really have to know what you're doing. You can't just open your doors one day and say, oh, I'm going to be a baker. I mean, if I didn't have knowledge of bookkeeping, if I didn't have knowledge of, you know, cost of goods sold and things like that, as far as my baking, how to figure out how much one cupcake costs, how to price them out, I never would have succeeded. I mean, you just can't, you watch these, I always get a kick out of the Food Network Channel shows where they have these um, competitions and the winner gets $10,000 and they ask, well, what are you going to do with that? Well, I'm going to open my own bakery. Well, no, you're not. Not with $10,000, you're not going to open your own bakery. You're not even going to buy a commercial oven for $10,000. You know, so if someone wants to do it, do your homework. There's a lot of resources out there for women entrepreneurs to start their own business. Look for them. It can happen. But don't go in it thinking that because you make a great cake that you are going to be hugely successful and you're going to support your family. Because, you know, like I said, I have a great little business and I'm very fortunate. I, I ship mason cakes all across the country. Um, I'm starting to ship cakes. I don't ship cupcakes. I just don't think, I think cupcakes should be made and, and eaten in the same day. So I don't do that yet, but, but I ship care package to college kids and care package to, to family and friends who don't live around here. Um, so I'm fortunate, but I also had the background. Cindy, this next question may be a little tough, but I want to, we, we started talking about, you know, your baking business again, and I'm wondering if you had to pick a favorite thing that you bake, or maybe it's like a comfort baking item, what would it be? Oh, that is a tough one because I genuinely love baking anything. I mean, there's really nothing that, I mean, there's nothing that I don't enjoy baking. Um, I, I have become a cupcake snob. I've become a cake snob um, in meaning that I can tell if it's a box cake that's been doctored versus a homemade cake. I can tell if they use shortening instead of butter. Um, I started my business making pure maple caramels. Um, That's not baking, but that's a candy. And the first cupcake that everyone truly said, oh my God, to was the, my espresso salted caramel cupcake. And it's a version of Martha Stewart's cupcake, but I tweak every single recipe that I have that I have in my cookbook. So I probably would have to say it's the espresso salted caramel would be the most favorite of my customers. My most favorite, I'd lean towards an ethnic cake. It's a pistachio cake with rose water icing. Oh, that sounds... That sounds it delicious. <laughs> yes. So I am full-blooded Lebanese, and one of our savory, one of our sweet treats is called butlewi, which is baklava, um, but we make it different than the Greek. We do pistachio nuts, and we put a simple syrup over it that's been, you know, um, infused with orange and rose water, and it is this amazing, amazing pastry. And I've turned it into a cake, and it. And it's not as in your face sweet, but boy, is it yummy. It does sound delicious. <laughs> I'm just picturing it right now. And <laughs> um, 
Yeah, it sounds amazing. Is there is there something that you turn to to bake in times of comfort? Would it be this cake or is there something something else? I probably bake bread now in for comfort. Like I have just fallen in love with sourdough breads and ciabatta breads. Um, you know, it's not uncommon on a Saturday or a Sunday that, you know, you can knock on my door and I'll hand you a loaf of bread just because, you know, one, one batch yields four or five loaves. And it's like, I can't eat four or five loaves or I would be a hundred pounds. Um, but yeah, so I think really the comfort is, is probably the breads now. Um, Oh, I'll never turn out turn down a good brownie. I feel like brownies are underrated and people don't bake them enough. Um, I bake them um, um, on a weekly basis. I've actually also started making ice cream. So I'll, I will bake brownies. I'll make homemade marshmallow fluff and I will make this most decadent chocolate ice cream and I'll just fold it all together. And it's kind of heavenly. That sounds amazing <laughs> and definitely heavenly. Um, Cindy, where can our listeners find Capital Cupcake online? Right now I'm on Facebook or I'm on Instagram and you can message me. Um, you've got the, my cell phones listed on both sites as well. My son is helping me redesign my website. The website I had, I did seven years ago and it, it's just kind of all over the place. Um, but he's helping me as soon as he finishes up his college courses for the week. Um, He'll be done for, I think he has six weeks off. So he said he would help me finish putting it together. So hopefully soon we'll see a new website out of me. Great. Well, Cindy, thank you so much for chatting with us today. This has been a lot of fun. Yes. Well, thanks for asking. All right. Well, take care. <laughs> take care. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. She Can Too is a production of Well Told Films based in Montpelier, Vermont. If you're interested in advertising during a future episode, or know a woman entrepreneur we should speak to, email podcasts at welltoldfilms.com. Our original cover art is by Alyssa Ruggieri, and you can find more of her work at alr-designs.com. If you enjoy this podcast, please share with a friend, subscribe on Apple Podcasts for free, and rate and review our show. Your support is crucial to our success. Until next time, bye!